Welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast, hosted by the rock star of consulting, Alan Weiss. Be prepared to have your beliefs challenged and your behaviors questioned. Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Truth, my friends. Today, one of my very favorite topics, which is unsolicited feedback. Unsolicited feedback, which means you didn't ask for it, is always for the sender and never really for the recipient. I know a lot of you feel the only thing to do with feedback is to listen to it. That's a bunch of crap. Most of this stuff is worthless. It is as bad to give unsolicited, overly positive feedback as negative feedback. Now, the negative stuff is easy, you know? That outfit doesn't do anything for you. Yeah, well, I don't remember asking you, and I'm happy with it. And so is my wife. But a lot of times you'll see people give over-the-top feedback, which is unsolicited and which is also damaging. I've been in a lot of speakers' local chapter meetings where I'd volunteer my time when I was asked. And they inevitably have sort of a showcase where a speaker who's rather new to the profession or not exactly having hit it yet gets up and does 10 minutes. And people almost always give exaggeratedly good feedback. They don't say you didn't use any examples or you didn't use any humor or you didn't use any gestures. They say, oh, your stories were great and you were very animated. You're as good as the professionals. That doesn't help anybody. Unsolicited feedback is never, ever helpful and you should ignore it. That's an extreme. Yeah, I know. I did a a keynote speech for the professional speakers of the United Kingdom and I was the, it was truly the keynote. The keynote is the first general session speech. Other speeches that might be for the entire group are called plenary speeches. But keynote is used indiscriminately. Oh, I'm keynoting. No, you're not. The keynoter is the first general assembly, general session speaker. And that was I. And I made my speech and I hate receptions and I hate small talk, but I got carried in like a riptide into the reception area. And a guy comes up to me and says, would you like some feedback on your speech? And I said, is there anything that remains of the British Empire that could possibly stop you? You know, that went over his head. And of course, he was a speech coach. And he says to me, you know, when you move around the stage and he moved from left to right, left to right, I can't focus on what you're saying. But when you stay like this, and then he planted himself in one position on the floor, he said, I can understand you better. Do you know what that's called? I said, yes, a learning disability. Unsolicited feedback's always for the sender. I have a good friend, Patricia Fripp. I interviewed her earlier in this series. World-class speaker, wonderful person. For 10 years or so, we did the odd couple together on professional speaking and marketing. And Fripp is a big hit with the Toastmasters. She was international reigning champion or queen or whatever the hell it is. And then often ask her back to keynote at their conventions. And uh, the convention was so big at one point that she had to give a speech in the morning and then the identical speech in the afternoon for the second group of people, the same speech. And after the first speech, somebody, of course, comes up to her from Toastmasters, which is an amateur organization. This is to help people present better in their places of work and so forth, not to make money as a professional. A guy comes up and says, would you like some feedback to improve your speech? And she said, no. And he looked at her like, what? And she said, what could you possibly tell me? that is going to prepare me to do even better in the next hour. Please leave me alone. And she's right. And Fripp's a nice person, whereas I'm not necessarily. 
Solicit feedback, by all means, from those you respect. Ask somebody whom you trust and to whom you may give feedback when asked to give you feedback if it's within their area of expertise. But sometimes, you know, family isn't even very good. At one point in my career, I was interviewed about the psychological aspects of the people on the original Survivor show and why they acted the way they did and what kind of alliances they formed and what was going on with them emotionally. And it ran as a Sunday feature in the front page of the feature uh, section of the New York Post. This was when we were living in New Jersey. And my mother called up later that morning. And my wife picked up. You could always tell it was my mother because the, the phone ring was kind of whiny. And my mother said to my wife, Alan's been interviewed on the front page of the feature section of the Post. And my wife said, yes, he was. And my mother said, why would they do that? And so you have to be careful about who you trust. Uh, this often involves uh, people with low esteem. And they want to give feedback to others. And so they knock them around a little bit because they themselves aren't very good. And they want to bring others down to their level. It's as simple as that. I saw a deacon in a church who's a very poor speaker, bad sermon, bad gospel reading, poor speaker, who proceeds to give everyone else instructions on how to speak. You know, it's absolutely absurd. Uh, it's often used um, as a means for those seeking recognition. Uh, and so they're standing in the background, the focus is on the speaker or someone else like it, and they suddenly pipe up and give critique of what they did to pose themselves, you know, as what I call the second smartest person in the room. They're really not, of course. There was a woman in Philadelphia, and perhaps she's still there, who was inducted with me into the Speaker's Hall of Fame. But she's very, very uncertain of herself, despite her credentials. And every time she happened to be somewhere where I was speaking, professionally, pro bono, didn't matter, she made it a habit to come up to me later and try to correct me. Say, you didn't do that right, or that's not the fact, or this is not how I see it. I don't care. Who asked you? I just don't care. And when you do that often enough, believe me, nobody cares. Then there are what I call the trivialists, which is a word I made up, a neologism, the trivialists and the nitpickers. And these critiquers will come to you and say, I read your book, and you know, you're waiting to see how they like the approach on strategy or innovation or change. And they'll say, I was really distracted because there were seven typos. Now, never mind how low an IQ you have to have to be distracted by content from content by seven typos, but my response to them is, no, you're wrong, there were 12 typos, please go back and get back to me. There are the projectionists, the projectionists are people who couldn't do what you're doing, and so they project on you that you didn't do it well. I mean, nobody can speak to an audience that confidently. Nobody can ski down the, the Black Diamond Hills first time. I mean, I couldn't, so neither can you. Then there are the hypocrites, and they tell you, well, you don't vote, you have to be more responsible. Of course, they didn't vote either. Or maybe you did and they didn't. The hypocrites are the people who are the motivational speakers who get up there and tell you to take control of your life. Well, they're in their second or third marriage and they chain smoke and they drink too much and they're seriously overweight. Take control of your life. So what I'm telling you is, don't become a ball in one of these pachinko machines that they have in Japan, which bounces around crazily. Or you want to think about a pinball machine with that ball bouncing and the flippers hitting it. Or even think of a ping pong ball getting whacked back and forth, or to make it more contemporary, pickleball. You'll never be truly you if you react to everybody's unsolicited feedback. You'll just be one of these balls whacked all over the place. 
So don't try to be an imperfect someone else. You know, be yourself. Find those you trust. Ask them to help you. Ask them to give you feedback. But ignore unsolicited feedback. Yes, I am not radical. Just ignore it. Turn away from it. Get away from it and embarrass the people giving it to you if you have to. And remember Oscar Wilde's great saying, don't believe everything you hear, even if I told you. You've been listening to The Uncomfortable Truth with Alan Weiss. For free access to Alan's newsletters, audio and video resources, and for information about his global events and coaching communities, please visit alanweiss.com. Thanks for listening. Keep the faith.